Welcome to the Bare Naked Health Podcast, where we strip away the layers to show you what it takes to achieve a healthy brain in 20 minutes. I'd like to invite you to go over to BareNakedHealthPodcast.com and take your free brain quiz today to see where the health of your brain lies. For taking the quiz, you will get a free copy of my book, The Four Morning Secrets to Perfect Brain Health, shipped to your door. Hey guys, I'm your host, Nick Horowski, and welcome to the Bare Naked Health Podcast, episode number 21. In today's episode, we discuss why sunblock can hinder your brain and even do more harm than good. Be sure to stick around to see what you can do to still protect yourself from the sun, but get the good benefits too. Now, there are several reasons why I'm not a big fan of sunblock. The first and probably biggest, most obvious one is most of them are just garbage. They're very, very toxic. So this means that all of these toxins and chemicals are getting into your body and they're just not good for your brain health, for it to be able to function properly. And it can cause a lot of foggy thinking because uh, of a lot of inflammation in the brain, just many, many problems. It's really a big problem is oxybenzone. And I got a lot of this stuff off. They have some great stuff on any things like this where it's sunblocks. You can be able to like house try and keep the public safe. However, not all their stuff gets out. So that's why I want to share some. What jumped out to me is this is estrogen mimicking. Again, this is messed by the environmental working group, by the way. They just think this is the worst thing that's in evolution is actually altered. So that's that's kind of scary to me to think about as a guy, like if I would be But not only that, there are extremely high rates of skin allergies. And that's that's not good. You don't want to be having a lot of allergens in your body too. Now, some of this has even been found in mother's milk, to that milk. And now the baby is is drinking these estrogen, uh, giving them something that's highly allergic because this has a one nine one, a lot of this really going on into the body. And if one to nine, one to nine percent is going in, that means it's getting into the bloodstream. Hey, if it's getting into the bloodstream, who knows? It might be passing the blood brain barrier and getting up into the brain. Regardless, it's causing a lot of inflammation, systemic inflammation and problems throughout the body. Now, the other big one that they find that really is to be worst, uh, in the worst category by the Environmental Working Group is octin oxate. Uh, sorry, that's a tough one for me to pronounce here, but this one also has hormone-like activities. Uh, not quite as bad. It's only a moderate allergen instead of a high one, but it causes thyroid alterations. And this one's like possibly less than 1% uh, is really making it through uh, into the, through the skin, into the body, but it still is also found in mother's milk. So again, it's getting into the body. There's no doubt about that. Another one of the fan, the reasons, both UVA and UVB exposures. Now, we need 
ultraviolet lights. Now UVA. So this is one that travels through windows. So I'm looking through a window. It's going to be traveling through the window. And this is actually the problem. This is what it, now UVB on the other hand is a biggie. Like this is the one vitamin D. This is how it's produced because of UVB. Hey, we've talked about the importance of vitamin D in brain health, in memory, just increase does not go through windows. So if you are working inside all day, you're only getting the harmful exposure, not getting the good stuff. So remember, your brain's not going to be like that. A deficiency in this also increases your risk for melanoma. So now I also want to talk about SPFs because 93% of UVB rays and SPF of 30, 98% of UVB. Now, if you're not getting that, chronically deficient in vitamin D. And now we're doing, which is actually what produces more of the vitamin D. So you see this, and where it can cause a lot more problems with brain health because of that. Now, I want to give you just one of my theories on skin cancer. Again, I want to preface this. This has no backing. I just want to give you one of the thoughts, uh, and actually... Some stuff that I've read, not necessarily as substantiated, but I still want to put it out there. Now, chances, I think, are increased uh, because of poor exposure uh, and because of the junk you're putting on your body. Like, when, you, when you're putting all this garbage on there, I think that's going to cause a lot of problems. These are toxic chemicals. Remember, if you wouldn't eat it, don't let it touch the skin because... It is the biggest organ that you have. And if it gets on your skin, it's getting in. Remember, we talked about small percentages, but small percentages over time, this adds up. Now it's just that low level builds up to a high level toxic burden. Now, again, you're at an increased risk for melanoma if you're not getting enough sun exposure. If you're not getting the vitamin D, that's what we want. We need that UVB. So poor exposure is actually going to help now, all right, we've talked about dangers of a lot of the commercial sunscreens out there. But what else is there? There has to be a better option. There has to be another option, right? And I think there are a couple different ones. Now, one of the biggies is zinc oxide. And this is one that allows for UVA protection, but allows more UVB rays to penetrate. Don't get me wrong. This is still somewhat of a chemical. Uh, it's still a synthetic, um, but there's no hormonal disruption. And less than 0.01% is actually going to penetrate into the skin. So when I use any of the mineral sunscreens, this is what I like to use. This and or the next one, which is the titanium dioxide. I'm sorry, not dioxide. This was zinc oxide and then titanium oxide. Now, this one has no skin penetration. Uh, and there's no hormonal disruptions associated with it. These are the two that I like. Uh, I like actually using the Badger brand, and there are a couple times uh, that I'll use it. For the most part, I don't put any, if I'm at the beach, or when I go, just anything, just because uh, a lot of these times I will wear sunglasses when I'm there too. Uh, another to do so, because you're gaining that double reflection up off of, 
whatever my favorite that I use that I think is just fantastic, and that is coconut oil. I want to give you another one of my theories. Uh, this is on skin burning, or sad diets, standard American diets. This is because of all of the rapeseed, uh, canola rapeseed, same thing there, uh, the corn, the peanut. Now, these oxidize. Remember, they oxidize when exposed to heat. What makes up your skin? What makes up all these membranes? Well, they're made up of now or damaged because they're taking down in the sun. You're exposing it. You're heating it. Another thing besides coconut oil that you can use, uh, and again, I just use coconut oil to protect the body because now it is saturated. 98, 99% of it is saturated. It's really going to give you that protection. doesn't mean you don't have to put it on a little bit more. Other things that you can do, though, uh, really boost your antioxidants. Now, and to consume foods that are high in antioxidants are awesome. Uh, this is something that I use in my, it's actually in my curl oil that I use. So, erythrol, lycopene, but in general, you're going to get that big array of all the antioxidants that you need. So, you don't have to worry about trying to take in more antioxidants. No, they're just going to be there. So, you're good to go. Now, again, I use the coconut oil because it's highly saturated. It's not going to break down. But it also is just a nice skin moisturizer. So it's not going to have that really dried out feeling of a long day after a long day in the sun. You can always just put a little bit more on at the end of the day when you get out of the sun. Really help keep it moisturized. Now it's one thing. You will have to be putting it on a little bit more often because it's not going to give the same exact protection uh, as these highly toxic chemical compounds. No, you're going to have to be a little bit more diligent about it. But believe me, it's worth it rather than increasing your risk of melanoma because of the lack of vitamin D. So all these things are, are awesome. So don't be crazy about the sun. You have to build up the base gradually. Like This isn't just an all or nothing. Get a little bit pink. Like You want a little bit of color because that's showing that you're getting that sun exposure. You're getting all the health benefits that are going to allow your brain to just thrive. I hear it now. Like People say, ah. Come on, coconut oil, like, how am I going to use it? That's this in Hawaii. And Hawaii's pretty darn close to the equator. I was at the peak of the summer by any means, but I didn't have a base whatsoever. I mean, any sun, well, I had minimal sun exposure just from going outside, but I'm pretty much covered up. All I did was make sure I put it on regularly and make sure that I covered up. Okay, I would go under an umbrella, go under a palm tree, put my hat on, and I was fine. These saturated fats in my diet, but I was also putting them on my skin, not letting it out all the way and just jump into equatorial sun without a problem. No. So part of it is just being in Pennsylvania for me. Uh, all I need is a little bit of coconut oil and I'm fine outside for the day. The coconut oil, hey, put that on my nose, put that all over my face, uh, with a little bit of pink color, but then I'll put it on my shoulders, my chest, my back, whatever it needs. But the only factors, like I said, where I'm really cognizant of putting more on is anytime I'm in mind, what is the environment like that you're in? Another great option, though, too, is another really good one. And this has been used by the Polynesians and in their little canoes, I mean, crossing vast bodies of water. And they use the tail time and aren't just something that's just popping up now. So remember, look, what is in your sunscreen? And now it's your turn. I want you to go, go to Bare Naked Health Podcast. I want you to go at least look what you're putting on your skin. Like, go over there, leave a comment. 
uh, on the website and write down some of the ingredients or at least go and look them up. Like what have you been putting on your skin? And therefore remember, going into your body. If you wouldn't eat it, don't use it. So I have one last request and I'd love to hear some feedback on this, but I want people, if you're gonna still use the sunscreen, use the sunscreen, but please, 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 stop using the sprays at the beach. I don't like to taste everybody's sunscreen or smell it while we're just trying to relax there and all we're using is our coconut oil. It's not fair to everybody around you. That was one point that I really wanted to make in this because you're breathing it in too when John, make sure you're getting your vitamin D production by exposing yourself to it and I think you'll like the results. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to check on your brain health by going over to BarenakedHealthPodcast.com and taking the free brain quiz. By doing so, you can get a free copy of my book, The Four Morning Secrets to Perfect Brain Health, shipped to your door. Also, please head over to iTunes to give the Bare Naked Health Podcast a positive comment and five-star rating. This really goes a long way in getting the word out and helping to share the podcast with others.